Hello, my name is Samuel George London and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to the creative co-host of the Comic Art Festival podcast, Ian Loxham and Nikki Bates, about what comics they would take into the apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to mention that Nikki has a new comic out with Fair Spark Books called Leaf, which follows the adventure of a leaf and a fox. All the little fox wants is someone to play with, and the leaf is his new friend. However, the wind has other ideas, sweeping the leaf and our fox on a journey. Find out more and buy your copy at fairsparkbooks.co.uk or follow the link in our show notes. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Ian Loxham and Nikki Bates. How are you doing? Hello. Well, good. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, how have you been? All good. Yeah. All good. Other than enjoying the weekend? <laughs> the weekend's always good. Oh, that's yeah. the best time. It seems to be shorter than the week, though. <laughs> that's yeah, why is the problem, that? isn't it? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think the new law, when we leave you Brexit, when Brexit comes, uh-huh. yeah. two-day working week. I like that. Bingo. Swap With them the around. Yeah. We'll do yeah. what you want. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Excellent. That's my plan. Excellent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see that happen. Um, but uh, get, getting back onto, uh, onto the podcast, um, thank you so much for coming on Comics for the Apocalypse. Um, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to have you both. Um, and uh, for, for anybody out there that doesn't know who you are, what do you do in the world of comics? Why don't you know who we are? <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is win people over. <laughs> um, we are the hosts of the Lakes International Comic Art Festival podcast. <laughs> and we have been for probably two years. Probably by the time this comes out, we, we will be two doing the show for two years. Yep. Amazing. Um, the show is essentially us talking to comic creators. Mm-hmm. Um, interviewing them, yeah. um, discussing the Lakes International Comic Art Festival, yeah. and reviewing a couple of books. Every episode. Oh, God, I'm going to real salesperson oh, mode here, now, haven't I? haven't you? Yeah, too Jeez. right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, any, any if you like comics, simple mm. as that. Give it a That's listen. Amazing. Yeah, too right. And uh, where can people find that? Uh, comicartpodcast.uk or on the Comic Art Festival website. It's all linked mm. on there as well. Fantastic. And then, do we have dates for the lakes yet? Yes, yeah. we do. Oh. This was pre-prepared. <laughs> oh, hey oh. <laughs> to the fourteenth of October, I think. That sounds about right. That sounds about <laughs> right. Ish around then. If you go to the website, you'll be able to see for sure. Oh, to the thirteenth. See, I was. I got the weekend. You see, that was why I did. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, people can check that out um, at the, uh, the 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 lake's website, which is. Mm comicartfestival.com bingo cool go check it out guys <laughs> that your radio voice. Um, that is, and, that's my radio voice <laughs> i love it i love it um and uh, uh i've heard only good things about the lakes um mm-hmm. and uh i'm keen to come up at some point i'm uh i'm i'm, I'm down in basing stoke or, or uh, amazing stoke as we call it um, <laughs> do you <though? laughs> yeah no not really it's uh average stoke um really but uh, it's it's good enough um, 
But uh, yeah, I'm keen to come up at some point, um, maybe this year. Um, I'll have to see later in the year. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to get up there because uh, I've got uh, relatives in Lancashire, so not too far away. Okay. Um, so you can kind of, you know, stay with them, see them mm-hmm. and then, yep. you know, just nip up to the lakes there. Um, yeah. So yeah, that'd be nice. There certainly seems to be a divide, doesn't there, of comic conventions. We've got the two biggest up yes. north, mm-hmm. but then down south, you seem to have so many more the comic cons comic well not even comic cons mm. just comic proper comic conventions as well mm. yes so yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. a not mix yeah yeah isn't it um but uh, i mean I, i'm just absolutely loving because i'm fairly new to the um to the comics community um but uh, i'm just absolutely loving the the indie scene mm-hmm. um, and 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 the type of comic cons that there are out there for indie creators um yeah. I, th- I think we've got a really strong community in the uk yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, very welcoming as well. That's the other thing. That's that's the biggest. Yeah. Thing. They are lovely. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Absolutely. About that Matt Garvey. Let's... Oh. oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, talk about the uh, the welcoming nature of the uh, comics community in the UK. I've got some bad news. Um, now, although we do have this very welcoming uh, comic community in the UK, um, there is an evil robot looking to take over. Um, and yeah. they have. They've literally taken over the world. Um, and you guys are in amongst it. So my question to you is, what's your action plan for survival? I'm never going to survive. I'm going to be the first person dead. <laughs> One of the, what, what are the two things you are most afraid oh. of? Zombies, yeah, and take over by robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Doctor like... Who Cybermen is like <gasps> your worst nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, if they're like Cybermen, I will just. I don't have a fight or flight capability. I have faint and scream, and that is what would happen to me. I would die. There's no action plan. I would die. Um, so my action minutes. plan is, <laughs> to, is to drop Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as he can. Now. <laughs> Luckily, living in the uh, late district, we have plenty of hills and stuff with no electricity. So I think That's my very true. My, yeah, to get up there, you're not included. I'm not to get up there. <laughs> my knees won't get me up the hill. <laughs> get up there with a bag of beans, tins bag beans. beans. Yeah, it'd be quite heavy, and 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 just live it out away from any electricity. Would they be on Wi-Fi these robots? Because there is no Wi-Fi up here. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> That is a valid point. <laughs> Essentially, we are in the safest place we for are. this disaster. <laughs> this is fine now. I might live more than 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd find a nice wooden house in the middle of nowhere. Go off grid. Off grid. <laughs> They'll still yeah. find you. And if they were powered by sun, again, we're fine up north. <laughs> <laughs> it's rain it's cold. It'll be all right. But if they build little water wheels on the back of their neck, oh, then we're no, stuffed. That would be awful. Ooh. Oh, I don't like water wheels. <laughs> She's weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as you say, the bonus for you guys, you can kind of dart off into the uh, into the mountains of the lakes. Um, Duh, find a, find a nice little hut. They're pretty steep, um, <laughs> but a uh, kind of a horde of robots is going to be pretty good motivation, I reckon, uh, to get you going. Um but uh, so so what's happened is that you guys have have made it to to a nice safe wooden hut um totally off grid and you're you're the the lowest priority for the robots to 
try and kind of find, I think, right now. Um, they've got they've got bigger fish to fry, I'm afraid. However <laughs> horrible that sounds. Don't know who we are. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna be planning to take out take it take it back, you know. Um destroy them in your little wooden hut. <laughs> but uh one one night you uh you get onto the discussion of uh, of comics um and you start reminiscing and, and you wonder what was the first comic you both remember enjoying? Would you like me to go first? or Yes, ladies first. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, to me, it was the Beano. I mean, it's quite easy in the UK. I think it's yeah. uh, you, this is generally most people's comic of choice. And I think quite lucky that um, Mother, Mother, oh dear Mother, made sure I got the Beano every week, um, delivered through the door. It was like my, my bit of pleasure once a week. So I had nothing else. Live it with North, we have nothing else. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, just a Beano and some coal. Just a Beano, that's it. Yeah. Chew on the coal, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just remember enjoying it every week when it came through the door. Mm-hmm. But my first, I feel my first proper comic, I'm going to say, as opposed to the Beano, first proper <gasps> teenage comic, first proper superhero comic, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going on holiday and they had these packs of superhero comics. Um, I'm being looked at here because I'm ruining the story. Nicky's going to tell later. Um, <laughs> packs of superhero comics. There were like a couple of quid for five or six. I don't know. And obviously I knew about Batman. You knew about Superman. But I remember opening these up and there was like the Flash, the Justice League, uh, and Green Lantern. And I, I had no idea who these characters were. Because again, living where I lived, there was no access to comics, American comics as such. Um, mm. I just remember opening them up and that moment sort of seeing a different world of, of not just little kids comics a completely different world of comics and that was a uh, oh stop looking at me like that <laughs> god I tell you i, I apologize in fact you've got a couple on your show um <laughs> i love it i think it's fun <laughs> so yeah that that is is probably first two memories of, of comics Fantastic. any any particular characters in those before we move on to nikki Bino, um bass street kids yeah, and Dennis and Menace were sort of the two main that jump out. Now I don't remember. We had a discussion the other day we about did, Banana actually. Man. Oh yes, yeah. I don't remember Banana Man being in the Beano. I know I'm he is sure now. He was. Was he I'm really sure. in the Beano? He is now, and I I didn't think oh. he was back then. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm going to have to look at the annual. We're going to have to. We're going to have to check this out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Tell us, listeners, who's right, who's wrong. Yeah, exactly. I want to. I want to know if Acacia, <laughs> Acacia Road wasn't it? Is it Acacia Road? Yes. Yeah. That he lives on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. If that featured in the Beano back back in the day. Back in the eighties, the same back in the day, back in the eighties. Yeah. Because yeah. some yeah. some of the would be like, what? Last year. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, Nikki, I'll let you uh, talk about yours. What, because I had the dandy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on the other side the of the lesser fence. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I was in the, the pie eaters club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the little wallet and everything so yeah so mine was the dandy obviously because like ian said it's beano or dandy that you got as a kid and my mum got me the dandy <laughs> my brother got the beano your brother was wise <laughs> i don't think we had a choice <laughs> <laughs> so i'm afraid that that's my one okay, so, and for you nikki like any characters in 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 that that particularly kind of resonated I, I, you've got to go with Desperate Dan, haven't you, really? Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he is the classic. 
Um, so, yeah, but we were saying again that we can't quite remember all the things that are in it either. Well, I never read Dandy, so... Well, no, but because me and my brothers swapped them over and we got the mm. annuals at Christmas, it all becomes blurred. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. I mean, it is amazing that those comics are, you know, still fairly strong, even today. Mm. Um, and how they just kind of, I still remain relevant. Because I'd, I'd actually like to read a, read a Beano or a Dandy to today um and find like d- does dennis the menace have a phone and things <laughs> Can't say. but the dandy hasn't the dandy died now it's oh, it line isn't it i think so yeah was it died died i think it's died but the oh. beano is it's is fighting strong yeah yeah <laughs> fighting strong um, Amazing. i'm gonna have to pick up a, a an issue mm. they've still got like they've still got the dennis the menace tv series aren't they it's still mm. going as well a new a new cartoon yeah. recently going so they're still obviously going strong with the kids yeah um and I think with that, it's all about just getting into the W.A. Smiths and the supermarkets, isn't it? It's that yeah. battle mm. of getting sales where you can, which mm. uh, unfortunately small press don't don't have that possibility. But let's not get ranting about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can come on to that later. Um, but uh, the, the, the next uh, topic that kind of crosses your minds is what's the funniest or the comic that made you laugh out loud the most? Mine um, was a fairly recent finds although i knew of of thrud the barbarian um which is written and drawn by carl critchlow through playing warhammer and so forth i'd never sort of read any of the comics um then i found the collected edition out there and it is just hilariously stunning the art in it first of all just stands out he's got sort of a i think it's digitally drawn but then painted afterwards i might be wrong there please tell me if i am uh but the art just matches the style so perfectly of this stupidly dumb barbarian who goes through stories just killing people. That's basically yeah. all it is. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's a plot there, and a plot can be as complicated as you want, mm-hmm. but all it comes down to is Thrud will just kill whatever's in his way so he can have a pint of beer. And I think life should be based <laughs> on this. Yeah. <laughs> I think for a pint of beer, it doesn't matter who gets. If you're going to get in the way of me, I'm I'm slapping you with my axe. You know. Oh dear. I apologise. Fantastic. That's quite all right. That's a it's a mantra for life, isn't it? Exactly. Beer, yeah. beer and pizza. That's all you need. Oh. I'm, no, I'm, that's fantastic. I'm, 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 and, and were there any storylines that kind of? I mean, I know you're kind of saying that, like it's basically the same story like you drink, but any, any kind of particular moment that kind of jumps out at you? Honestly, no. No, no, no. It's just, it's just a repetition of it. You know, it's, it's, it is a repetition. The, I mean, it's yeah, more that's great. imagery throughout the comic, I suppose. There's certain yeah. scenes, particularly where he's fighting a Black Knight, um, <laughs> who sort of gives him a bit of a battle, then loses in the end fairly easily. Or... or Thrud fighting a gigantic monster that's that's four or five times the size of him. And again, the the imagery and the picture that's been drawn on there really stands out. But the stories aren't there to 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 make you think that they're just to give a chuckle. And that's what I really do like about this book. Oh, that's fantastic! And it, and obviously he always wins. I guess. Of course he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be a complete <laughs> um, but, silly story. I mean, um, the great thing about it as well because he's he's based around games workshops world they put them in like blood bowl um and you've got little models and miniatures of them as well which if you can find they're stupidly expensive but they are amazing so 
and I think he's been in um, Zombicide a recent really? game, Zombicide <laughs> as well wow. is it Zombicide? yeah I think it was uh, so brilliant absolutely love that book fantastic and then how about you Nikki? it's got to be Garfield I uh, Awesome. You don't have to Classic. say anything else from that, just Garfield. No. It's the only comic strip which even now you can go through like um, one of the volumes and there'll be one little strip that just makes you chuckle and it will make you chuckle out loud. And Garfield, my mum banned me from buying Garfield books when I was younger. <laughs> it wasn't proper books, but I used to disobey her and spend my pocket money on Garfield books anyway. So, Good. and I've got the kids into Garfield, so they've got all of them as well. Fantastic. So, yeah, Garfield. I mean, is there any particular strip that, that oh. makes you... Oh, no, don't do that to me. Yeah, <laughs> go and pull, pull that card. <laughs> um, no, because sometimes it's a different one each time. It'll just be yeah. whatever resonates with you at a certain time. Yeah. I can't think of one offhand. No, no, not at all. It's fine. I like the ones where um, he's hiding in the ferns and it's like, oh, yeah. I know you're in there. And he comes out with a little quip each time. So they're quite fun. And when he's pretending to be the, the superhero, when he's a, got the um, blanket over his head and he's going around just like a floor slug. I quite like those as well. That's brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and so uh, kind of your, your conversation takes a bit of a turn. Um, and, oh. and you start thinking, oh, so we've kind of covered the the first comic that we enjoyed, the funniest, um, but how about the saddest or most upsetting comic that you've read? This, what, what we're probably both going to talk about, to be fair, is a, a set of books that we wouldn't have ever, whilst I certainly wouldn't have considered reading what I'm going to talk about in a minute, if it wasn't for the podcast. Um, yeah. We get sent books for reviews uh we get sent absolutely loads for review which is brilliant and i've had admitted this on the show before there's certain books that as red hot blooded male who just wants beer and killing people um i would not choose to read uh and, and sort of i forced myself to break my comfort zone mm-hmm. as such to, to try new things right. um so the one i want to talk about facts of life by paula knight uh which was one of my books of the year, I think mm-hmm. many, a couple of years ago. Uh, and it's a story of essentially a woman deciding whether she should have children or not initially. Um, and, and it's sort of going through the stages of, do I want children? Don't I want children? I've got this to do, that to do, that needs paying for all my friends are having children. The questions of where aren't you having children? And then issues that follow when she eventually does try to have children, um and it really hit me i, I remember reading it on uh, a beach in where were we Near norfolk. norfolk sat there you were swimming for some reason in some stupidly cold weather mm-hmm. and i just sat reading it and i, I just remember it actually crying. and it's the first comic that i've ever cried at full stop and it, it, the, the the way it just discusses women's issues in regards to having children, the way people look at women um, and assume that they should have children mm. and then question um, like they're weird if they don't um, really, really struck me somehow because it's not something as a man I'd ever consider. And we've all probably done it. We've all sort of thought, oh, why is she not having a child? Yeah. Um, yeah and that, that book there. So Facts of Life by Paul and I is uh, sort of very different. And I'm, I'm so thankful for the festival podcast mm. that has allowed me to try these new things. That's awesome. And how about you, Nikki? Don't cry. <laughs> yeah. Chosen 
Becoming Unbecoming by Una. So this is another hard read, actually. Mm. It's a very hard read. Mm. Um, so it's a story of abuse um, as a child and how it's followed her through life and how she almost thinks she's to blame for it and how she, you know, becomes accepting of what happened to her. It's it's very hard to read this book. Um, it's also because it's when Peter Sutcliffe was around as well, the serial killer. So it's looking at how that destroyed communities and then what happened to her and how she coped with it all. And again, it's, it's very, very tough and very, very upsetting, but amazingly powerful. And I think it's, yeah, must read for people. I'm trying not to give anything away, you see. It's must read for people. I think Una's work as a whole yeah. really does. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she's really, I can't remember what it's called, but she's released recently. It's a happy Mm. story but it's still all about communities and oh yeah definitely yeah the feeling of people and so forth her work is particularly amazing mm. I think. yeah it's very deep yeah fantastic um and so you kind of move on to uh similar ish um emotion of uh scariest or most horrifying comic now this we don't read Neither of us sort yeah. of reads horror comics, do we? Because they're scary. Because they're scary. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're, the main one we're going to talk about, we'll, we'll get to in a second, which I think was both our choice. Yes. Um, the only other horror comic I particularly read is Nightbreed, which I loved the original novel by Clive Barker. Mm. Loved the late 80s, early 90s film. Absolutely love that movie. And then I, I started reading the comic as well. Um, and and it, it just follows the story on. But... The, the one that sort of shocked us both mm-hmm. um, was Little Girl Black by James McCulloch, uh, art by Pedro Mendez. Right. It's, I'll, I'll let you explain. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's too um, scary. <laughs> it is twisted. Uh, I mean, he, he calls it, when he, when he was promoting it on uh, Kickstarter, a brutal, disturbing horror. Yes. So it's essentially, yeah, a... a a guy who kidnaps young children, um, locks them down in a cellar. A bit like Split is probably yeah. sort of mm. a similar, if you want to link a movie to it. Um, he likes to wander around naked. He's, he's stupidly muscly. And, and he just peeks these, shoots these children like a family almost. Um, yeah. And if they don't fit in within that, then they're, they're gone. He kills them, whatever. Yeah. And it is, it is graphic. And it's very disturbing. Mm. And even though it's got a, a kind of happy ending, it's still <laughs> a disturbing ending overall. Yeah. And I think that's the first comic that's sort of made me wince because you can have graphic violence on, on comic books, not an issue. But when it's involving children and, and also in a realistic, because it could happen. That's the scary thing about it. It really affected us. So, yeah, that. So, James McCulloch will be very, very, very proud of that fact. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's, uh, he's got that award. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. It's kind of, it's, it's anything really to kind of do with kids is kind of horrifying. Yeah. Um, and uh, on, on, on this week's episode um, of, of Comics for the Apocalypse, we had PJ Holden and, uh, and his was uh, The Walking Dead um for, for for this question and it's yeah it's just it's those moments of when you know kids are involved um in the walking dead uh comic and uh yeah it's just horrifying as a parent <laughs> really, yeah. like, to kind of like think that that could happen 
but it's just also the writers just coming up with that creation, yeah. you know, just trying to get that shocking moment. Yeah. So that comment is just shocking all the way through. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, trying to try to get into a more uh, more positive frame of mind. <laughs> um, you you ask yourselves, uh, what's the most meaningful comic to you? So mine, I'm I'm sort of cheating a little bit. With me. Yeah. Uh, I yes. am. No, I am. <laughs> I just remember getting to a stage where you know I've read these American comics as a teenager these few copies that i could get hold of um because amazingly there was no internet back then what and, yeah no and it's like well what what can i read what there's nothing out there that, that matches these almost sort of slightly grown-up comics and, and then i found everyone's british favorite comic 2000 ad um and yeah i'm just picking 2000 ad as a whole because it took me through my teenage years it gave me something that made me feel just that little bit more grown up um that treated all its readers like they were intelligent, um, didn't care what age you were, and the, the art was just stunning in, in all all the stories in there. I mean, obviously, Dread jumps out as being an amazing character, especially as a teenager, you know, this cop who doesn't care and, and who will uh, kill as required it was always good fun. But the other couple that really jumped out to me um, was Slain, just because I loved anything barbarian thread um mm. anything sort of style where where it's a fantasy fantasy land and there's warriors out there battling that that pulled my imagination in uh but the well hunter sam slade as well because that was the, the complete opposite full comedic action all the way through and yeah i just think 2008 as a whole at some point in comic readers british certainly british comic readers lives it's something that, that pulls them in and it may not be forever it may only be for a few years but i absolutely adore it Absolutely adore it. Great choice. And then how about you, Nikki? Well. well. Now, this one is an odd one. <laughs> it's very odd, but I don't care. Um, you've got to go back to the misty, <clears throat> maybe early 90s uh, or 80s. And um, I found on holiday this. She's nicking my story. I know. It almost sounds like that, but I was in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> I found this. Uh, comic i've never never considering i've been brought up on on the dandy i'd never seen anything as beautiful and as grown up as this one and it was star slayer and the log of the jolly roger and i, I only love that had it's so good <laughs> i only had the pulse pounding conclusion of number six <laughs> wow straight <laughs> in I heard of this comic anybody well, we went to search for it because I was just said to you, I said, I remember pirates. It was in space. She wore very little, but she was really tough. And um, we found it. And as soon as I saw the image on, on the Internet, I was like, that's the one. That is it. <laughs> and I could remember the back page. I could remember the the um, images inside it. And when I started reading it, because Ian got me a copy, and when I started, oh. it, it all came back to me. And it just made me feel grown up. It made me see that comics were this amazing story i mean all those you know space pirates come on <laughs> that's wicked <laughs> and yeah you got you got energy swords and guns and they're going to get mystical gems oh, what more do you want in life <laughs> so yes it's just an amazing amazing memory i think and it was it just showed me that there was a lot more to comics at a young age fantastic but yeah, um, you get a hold of it 
<laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it is it still kind of in print? You know, or yeah, no, no. This is no. this. this I, I got no. this on eBay. This was. Oh really? Yeah, you've got this to eBay. Right, right. You have to go back to the dark ages. Oh, awesome! <laughs> Later. So, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice find if you get it. Yeah. Uh, PC for new the new era in comics. <laughs> Do you know who the publisher is? That's it. PC. Oh, PC. <laughs> no, right, okay. I've never heard of him. No, no, neither have I. It's brilliant. It's so good. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm going to have to try and source one myself. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by Space Pirates. Oh, you, you have to. Yeah, I mean, he's got a mullet and a patch oh, over one you eye. Sold me. What could you, you sold want? me. Brilliant. <laughs> she, she kicks everyone's butt dressed only in a bikini. Awesome. It, it gets even better. Mullets, <laughs> bikinis, space pirates. Done. 1982. This one. There <laughs> that you go. Great. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, so your, your your conversation in your in your safe wooden hut uh, moves <laughs> on to <laughs> <laughs> into the uh, what's the most underrated comic? Okay, um, the one I'm going to say is now. I don't know how well this comic's actually known so i'm sort of saying this is underrated it may not be uh but my fan of nightbreed uh led me to reading a comic back in the mid 90s uh, called meltdown it was a collected comic it had nightbreed in it, it had uh, akira in it which was just brilliant on print mm. and it lasted about six issues but one of the stories in there was uh Cholly and flytrap um which is a bizarre bizarre story that's for sure uh and it it, it follows um it's, it's rfs syndrome it's by and it follows two guys in this post-apocalyptic world we, we never see one of the faces he's, he's he's sort of covered up in a mask and breathing apparatus and, and his companion who is generally silent is a very large naked asian man and between them they're just running around this apocalyptic world trying to survive, killing people as required. Um, it's, again, it sounds a bit like Blooming Thread in some ways. <laughs> I think I've found what I like. Um, but the art is, is absolutely gorgeous throughout the whole of the stories. And, and there's some about the two characters and their, their friendship and the way they just stick together through thick and thin. It's a bit like uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. It's that sort of chemistry. Um, it's, it's just brilliant and really pulls you in really love this story so it's well worth having a look at this one fantastic and, and uh, just to repeat the title is uh cholly and Fly, fly trap cholly the complete adventures of cholly and fly trap by, <laughs> that is awesome. and there's a particularly great story where um fly trap is is kidnapped and he has to fight and it's just him wrestling with people twice his size but again the, the art and the creation of it it just stands out so well in the in, the, in the, each of the uh, frames absolutely love that book Fantastic. Um, and, and how about you, Nikki? Well, I went for Breaks by Emma Vicelli and Malin Ryden. Great. Now, I don't... Well, it shouldn't be underrated, should it? Everyone should read this book. No. Um, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the best relationship kind of love story, between it's between two two guys, but it's just... You just want them to get together. You want it all to be happy. And it's very down to earth. It's very tender. It's very relatable, isn't it? Mm. Um, and yeah, I think everyone, everyone should have this. And it's got Emma's work in it. And I love her drawings. <laughs> I'm a total fangirl. <laughs> it's, again, it's a book that personally I would not have chosen. Mm. 
to, to read um but once reading it it just pulled me pulled me in as well I must oh, admit. It's, oh you just I mean, ship the characters you're like please yeah. over the whole yogurt thing onwards i was like <laughs> just be together forever please and yes it's very i mean it's heartbreaking in places and it's very bleak sometimes and but oh the relationship is so lovely i just yeah you've just got to read them the best thing about it is a webcomic as well although we've got printed yeah so i'm waiting um, i'm waiting for the out. next book to be yeah, put we don't together because i don't want to read it in bits <laughs> <laughs> so it's Emma. all out there and it's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Emma keeps going i can tell you what happens i'm like no don't tell nope. me <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um and, and now we come on to the to the most difficult question. Um for for you, what's the best comic of all time? It's it's not difficult for me. <laughs> Great. Really isn't. Um again it all goes back a bit to my childhood and, and the two characters that really meant a lot to me were Judge Dredd and uh, Batman. Um and then they announced and, and released Judgment on Gotham. Uh, so Simon Bisley, Alan Grant, and 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 the Lord Saviour John Wagner uh, <laughs> brought out. I mean, when you think about it, it when when someone said, "Oh, we're going to do a mashup of Judge Dredd and Batman," you just think, "What a failure this is going to be straight away." Because to create a world and link those two together, which, which bear in mind the complete opposite sides of the universe, different times, I, I couldn't personally imagine how you'd create a story. Yet they seem to have done it perfectly. Um, accidentally sending Batman into Dredd's universe and then pulling Dredd into Gotham City, uh, picking out the the right enemies um, to fit in that with Death and, and the Scarecrow. And in, the scene in particular, which is all down to Simon Billy's art, where the Scarecrow um, sprays Judge Death with his creation to, to mess with his mind. And it's just a picture of Judge Death Instead of seeing awful, horrible things, he's seeing teddy bears and flowers and, and <laughs> all cute things. It's absolutely amazing, absolutely gorgeous. And I think it's more than anything, it's, it's business art that really jumps out throughout the whole comic. It is amazing. And yeah, no matter what, that is my favourite comic. I've got it from this original copy when I was back when I was like 14. <laughs> Mr. Wagner's signature's on it. I need the other two now. I need the other two. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Judgment on Gotham is mine. Always will be. That's awesome. Um, and then how about you, Nikki? I'm going for the first <clears throat> graphic novel that we actually did in a way, isn't it, as well? First one that we went and brought and brought in into yeah. our fold. Yeah. So this was the one that broke me in. <laughs> I think go for that. And it's The Motherless Oven by Rob Davis. And it's amazingly weird. Yes. Um, I mean, you're you're talking. I mean, you were looking at Scarpelli's world, and children make their parents out of household <laughs> objects. Okay. So his mum is a hairdryer, and his dad is a giant brass construction with billowing sails. Brilliant. And this is the world. I mean, it rains knives. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty dangerous. It's it's a brilliantly mad mm. world with kind of like everyday problems though isn't it so but you've also got you're also told as a child when you're going to die so you know when your death day is right and you have to commit suicide on that day and if you don't then they chase you down <laughs> oh, no. i mean it's it's just 
an amazing piece of work. The the art's fantastic. And I mean, the story it is just mad. And the storyline, yeah, is brilliant. It just pulls you in. You constantly just, you have to read it in one sitting. You can't leave mm-hmm. it because you have to know what's going to happen. I mean, there's there's two and the third one's coming out this yeah, year. So it's can open as door as a sequel. So, yes, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And then we've got the, the last one this year and I can't yes. wait. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. This is the best comic of all time, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, and so, uh, from from this list, uh, you ask each other uh, if we could only take one of these comics with us um, into into this apocalyptic robot takeover. Um, which one would it be? Now, this I obviously started writing down what it would be, and I thought, oh yeah, Judgment on Gotham. Then it suddenly hit me that. As much as I love it, would that entertain me? No, would that keep me sad. going? <laughs> um, so I actually went with Thrud just because of the humour. Um, the stories it doesn't matter that they don't. That the stories themselves don't matter. It's more about the humour and the fun uh, within the comic and, and the artwork as well. Just stands out. So yeah, for me it'd be Thrud. I'm taking the complete series of Garfield. That's cheating. No, it's not. All of them. Cheating. All of them in a suitcase on wheels. In that case, <laughs> take the 2000 AD that I read as a child. <laughs> That's okay. Like every single 2000 AD. Yeah. I'm having all the Garfields. Because at least I'll know that one strip in each book will make me laugh. And we'll need all the laughs we can get because we're going to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> we can hold out in your hut as long as possible. Um, Garfield picks at them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Take that, you stupid robot. <laughs> and uh, with it, along with your your copies of, of Thrud and Garfield, um, wh- what weapon, tool, or useful item are you each going to take with you? You see, at me, I just thought, how am I going to kill big old robots coming at me? And it's a mm. sledgehammer. Simple as that. I would just have one huge. I am just a bloody barbarian. You are. I just I think want you've one. Just, like, <laughs> your inner, inner thing here. One massive sledgehammer, and I would just be able to whack away my days. That sounds wrong. Whack <laughs> away the robots. You sound like Timmy Mallet now. Oh dear, Jesus, that's is showing it just age, be isn't it? Timmy um, Mallet, Mallet. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's me. Fantastic. So sledgehammer for you, Ian, and how about you, Nikki? Well, you see, I, I thought I'd be a bit more intelligent than a sledgehammer. <laughs> so I went with an EMP device thinking I could just knock them out. But then I was, I'm was i now worried about how many batteries I've got. <laughs> yeah. How many times you can use that. Yeah. <laughs> now, you see, if you're clever, I could have brought batteries. You could have brought that. But you know. <sighs> so I'm probably only going to kill two before I'm swarmed by these killer robots. I'm going to dream of killer robots tonight. Um, by the swarm of killer robots. And But I thought an EMP, at least I could keep them at bay maybe we can like cobble something together from their carcasses and if not i'll just throw you and run yeah that's probably your best bet really (laughs) fantastic uh well thank you both so much for sharing your your comic choices as well as your your weapons of choice um best of luck to you in the the robot takeover i'm sure you're going to be fine But at least, at least you know you're in the lakes. Um, you know you've got beautiful scenery around you, um, and uh, yeah, you're, you're probably fairly low down on the priority list for the plenty robots, of water. So. 
Plenty yeah, of water. Yeah, exactly. You have to get across Plenty the water. of water. Plenty of water. Yeah, because exactly. you can kind of like try and you know direct the robots into the water, and then they'll kind of you know short circuit. Wait for them to rust in the rain. <laughs> there you go. It'll be all right. <laughs> That'll get them the rain. <laughs> brilliant uh, well again thank you so much um for for coming on today um and uh and for the listeners one more time where can they find you uh you can find the website comicartpodcast.uk uh, on twitter comic art fest pod and comic art podcast on facebook and instagram um anyone wants to say hi please do come along any creators want anything reviewed give mm-hmm. us a shout we're more than happy to have a look at everyone's work and uh yeah that's that's all that us oh no actually oh, that's not where us. are you nikki because we didn't mention that nikki herself is a creator so um <laughs> i should take a mic on yes <laughs> i'm at nickydraws.pictures there we go bingo fantastic and then apart from the uh the podcast and and the, and the festival later in the year do you have any other projects coming up um well you're currently doing your second mm-hmm. comic slash picture book i don't know what you want to class it as but yeah silent comic silent comic <laughs> has no words <laughs> <laughs> great um other than that we've, we've got a new podcast planned mm-hmm. um lisa kraken more info coming soon Ooh. and i'm currently well I, I'm, I'm trying to get into writing so yes, I've, I've got a, a, a comic planned out and written mm-hmm. and then i want to do some audio dramas between us as well but that's <laughs> that's that's taking time <laughs> brilliant well i'd love to hear that you'll have to keep me in the loop about that I'd yeah yeah love uh love the play between you two and uh, <laughs> you both you both you both got good voices for it as well thank Aww, you have you ian yes i have <laughs> Yeah, I can I, I can I can imagine a uh, a murder in the Lake District type radio drama. It's always a southerner. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a southerner that's come up right to to the lakes, and then you know, yeah, the I southerner dies, and then, like me. and then the, the, the northern detective kind of works it out, right? Yeah. Oh, the, he's the northern detective. Yeah. Bingo. I'd get away with it. I'd know where to hide the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh, well i'm very much looking forward to that and i'm sure we'll we'll hear about it on twitter and, oh, yes. uh, and whatnot fantastic um and uh yeah fingers crossed i'll i'll, I'll come up to the to the lakes later in the year well yes. if you do we'll have a pint oh absolutely Too right <laughs> <laughs> i try my best but, but, don't but... don't do it <laughs> yeah just so don't even going. try <laughs> great well thanks again guys and uh, hopefully see you soon thank you very much thank you bye for now bye bye thanks again to ian and nikki for being on comics for the apocalypse it was an absolute barrel of laughs if you enjoyed the show today please leave a review for us on itunes or whichever podcast service you use as not only will it let me know that you liked it but i believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well if you'd like to check out ian and nikki's work or follow them on social media those links are in the show notes along with all of our own links to the various areas of the internet. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the next week, I'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.